You are listening to PRTV podcast brought to you by brilliantree.com. Investment and in knowledge pays best interest, said Benjamin Franklin. And this is exactly what we strive to do at Brilliant Read. We bring stories, facts, advice and lessons from the successful entrepreneurs, investors, coaches and mentors. All right, welcome to BRTV podcast. This week we have with us a very passionate entrepreneur and business leader, Sai Kumar Chandran, who's going to share his journey and also would share some tips and lessons so that we can we can learn from it and uh, make our journey meaningful. Thank you very much uh, for taking time out sir and uh, we welcome you to BRTV podcast. Absolute pleasure Harsh. I'm really really happy to be here and uh, hope to make this uh, a worthwhile conversation for everybody who's listening in. we hope uh, for sure it, it would be because we're going to learn from your journey and uh, we we know that you you are an accomplished leader yourself uh, you are also an advisor to multiple smes uh, you are a coach to executives and business leaders worldwide so uh, we hope that you're going to make something out of it for sure uh, for, for our audience and and including me uh, right so sir talk us through your journey uh, you you were into corporates and then you've started your own venture called orbit shift we would love to know uh, particularly two things here why did you leave that uh, that handsome corporate job where you were earning making a significant amount of m- money and uh, then why did you start orbit shift uh, thank you for that question i think i i keep getting asked this so many times so uh, i think somewhere harsh uh, the uh, seeds of meandering uh, have been laid in my journey and uh, that's what i've been doing so you know education itself was experimentation with my career i started working very early and then uh, unlike a lot of my uh, colleagues and uh, batchmates who really sort of went through the mbas etc and got to the management training program and got to the organization i started my journey absolutely from a feet on the ground sort of uh, you know level and worked my way up so in that meandering i picked up pretty much whatever i could and that's where through my exposure with some of my mentors harsh uh, yeah. business roles were always always really up on the radar and uh, at one point in time in 2012 i tried my first hand at entrepreneurship uh, you know uh, those were also economically strange times so i made a decision to come back to corporates at that point in time but uh, the plan was that by the time i turned 40 I need to jump out and I need to do something of my own where I can generate employment. So in a nutshell that's where the story is. Brilliant. And and uh, we we know that you are also on a mission to empower over 1 million uh, people worldwide and create a significant amount of jobs through your endeavor. So that's that's uh, really impressive and inspiring I must say. Uh I we we would love to know uh, about about your failures because in this in this long journey of over 20 20 25 odd years uh, there must have been some uh, low phases uh, like you said you 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 tried uh, venturing into entrepreneurship in 2012 once but uh, you took a back seat probably and then you waited for some time you learned from your mentors as you as you said we would love to know more about that as well please uh, from you sure So I think uh, failures are many, and that's what uh, you know we learn from. So I think one has more failures than successes. But let me take three different arenas. Uh, now look at a at a professional front. Uh, several times when you are trying to grow in your career, and I I grew really fast in my career. 
you know, you always uh, don't pay attention to relationships at times because you're so competitive, you're literally competing with each other. And then uh, you do lose out on a few good people. So I definitely consider, uh, you know, that one of my failures. And I have learned how not to lose relationships, at least now, uh, you know, for the sake of, uh, uh, you know, not for the sake of competition, at least. The second, uh, like you uh, very rightly said, my first entrepreneurial stint really didn't end up the way I would have wanted it to be. I wanted to make it big at that point in time. I had a lot of failures financially. It was very, very heavy. In fact, it took me almost a decade to sort of settle down on some of those counts. So those taught me a lot of lessons on financial management, business management, etc. Uh, then there is uh, a whole bunch of lessons on personal front and uh, in my journey there have been times when my health has dipped and uh, you won't believe at one point in time my weight almost started touching about 100 kgs plus so I had to work really hard to get it down and then uh, you know get down to marathoning and a whole host of other things to really recover health so like that there has been uh, one too many uh, but these absolutely were some of my top ones which taught me right and and we also know that you said you were into marathoning and you still are you were active uh, pretty much into uh, you know many co-curricular activities there uh, you love poetry as well uh, we you 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 are uh, probably a certified psychologist if i'm not wrong yes yes that too yeah, yeah. so we, we would love to know uh, how does that help you in aligning with your mentees your uh, uh, people that you coach how does that help you in your personal journey as well um, is that important, uh, you know, to, to keep ourselves uh, uh, sane all the time? Uh, because, you know, when you are into entrepreneurship, there are so many challenges, not, not only entrepreneurship, in, in leadership world, world as well, you have to combat many uh, situations. Mm -hmm. So how does that help us? I mean, uh, these activities uh, that you uh, participate in? Sure. So um, you also brought in education. So I think I'll just pause for a moment on that one first. And uh, look, in my mind, there is absolutely no substitution to good education. And I'm not talking about a degree or any of that stuff. I mean, um, a, a book could be a fantastic piece of education. One of those courses from the MOOCs platforms could be a good education. A conversation uh, over an extended period of time with some well-wishers could be good education. And that's where one thing that has always, always come in handy for me is good education. So whether it was psychology or getting down to uh, you know the executive management program that I did or a whole host of other certifications. Um, in the toughest of situations, there is a lesson that you learned somewhere many, many years back, which you are able to use for yourself or one of the entrepreneurs that you're working with. One. Two, you refer to a um, whole host of these uh, extracurricular activities, but I really don't call them extracurricular. Look, uh, one of our uh, things that need to be done is taking care of our brains, a brain. Mm -hmm. And uh, for that, the more varied uh, our exposure, the more varied our uh, time spent, the better it is for the brain. So if, if, I, if I go down and learn the flute or if I'm trying to work on my piano skills or write poetry or marathoning or whichever, it is encouraging uh, me to push my capabilities further and engage my multiple intelligence. And then, uh, Harsh, what happens is I can confidently then challenge some of the coaches that I'm working with to do something similar. Look, uh, one of my principles is don't feel like a fake when you're talking fake. about things. So yeah. that's where this all comes down to. Perfect. Brilliant. Uh, right. And, you know, we've just, or in fact, we are going through, I was about to say that, that we've gone through. <laughs> Looks like we haven't yet. We are still in uh, this COVID times, uh, you know, how 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 uh, 
you know what what were the things that you did during this challenging time uh, mm-hmm. that ensured uh, there was no impact or minimal impact i would say uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, you seem to be resilient enough because you know you you shared with us earlier that you've uh, you've managed it pretty, uh, pretty well uh, share with us uh, some of the tips uh, where we we should uh, ensure that we are we are uh, we have some backup plan in case situation like covid strikes again sure so um, at a very very basic uh, value system level uh, harsh the most important thing for one to have is really a lot of faith and um, you know that element of faith in one's own uh, uh, you know gurus or god or whatever that life force is that one believes in it's, it's extremely important because in situations like these sometimes the best laid plans can be totally a waste and that's when faith comes in handy for me definitely the last 12 months uh, i wouldn't say faith got tested but definitely i banked upon a lot of the faith that's one um, number two um, uh, technology is very very important in today's world so adapting to that technology and things works but at the end of the day what really pulls us through is human relationships so had it not been for my family my partners the friends that i work with a lot of that uh, negative energy of what everybody was going through would have caught up under me so every once in a while one would dig back but um, talking about what you were uh, asking for from a backup plan perspective uh, hey uh, here are a few things that i published even in a video that i put on uh, you know youtube that uh, one big lesson is our own financial management how to live within our means how not to really you know uh, pull on those kind of liabilities financial liabilities which we can't service and especially in today's debt oriented world i have seen so many people suffering because they are a house loan a vehicle loan and you know tens of such things i am not against material but look at the end of the day if we don't have a safeguard built underneath some of these things when tough times strike they can be a big challenge the second one absolutely absolutely top on my list is taking care of health and that's what really works so for uh, you know i would really hope that we don't have times like covid again but if it does strike never again so, yeah these are two things that i would definitely want to leave leave with the, all of our audience that one take care of your financial health learn what is the best for you and uh, have sufficient cushion there and second is take care of your health very important thank you very much and now that you've emphasized on the importance of health we would also love to know from you what is that that they can engage in that will keep them healthy Uh, probably their diet or activities we would love to know uh, from you because you yourself are a, a marathoner and uh, uh, you shared that you know you, you are into too many activi- activities that that take care of your body and both physical and mental health so sure. your tips please <laughs> well um i have blessed to be on uh, on the path of uh, you know uh, kriya yoga and uh, you know like uh, my guru sadguru yogaraj mangesh mangesh da what he says is the best of the best advice which is uh, you know yoga in itself Uh, combines so many elements of things so kriya yoga ashtanga yoga these are things which have so much of wisdom piled into them so i would always recommend yoga to just one anyone and when i say that the whole pattern of uh, the yogic life that's what i'm talking about so so the yama niyama uh, you know uh, asana pranayam dhyana dharana pratyahar samadhi the entire step of going through you know the the yogic way of life uh look at the end of the day uh, you know harsh uh, a lot of us love our food i would say eat and drink whatever you can handle let me just put it that way i am not one to say don't eat this don't eat that 
eat whatever you can handle. If you know your body's limit, then you pretty much can take that on. Uh, so that's the second bit. Uh, sports definitely helps us, not only because it contributes to health, uh, but here's the whole point. It it engages pretty much all of your energies which you're not using elsewhere. And yeah. sometimes it's very important for that energy release to happen for us to really, really be stable and healthy. So that's how I do my uh, stuff. And that's what I would like to leave as a, uh, a nudge for everyone. Thank you very much. Uh, that's really helpful. Uh, probably you know some of our audience would uh, would relate to it and they would uh, uh, now learn the importance of uh, these activities i mean they as you rightly said they must release their energy because uh, it it would help them perform optimally then uh, otherwise if they have some some negative energy trapped inside them then probably it will cause some hindrance in the form of anxiety or stress or some something or the other uh, right so thank you very much sir uh, for for sharing that uh, tip with us in fact just wanted to add one thing there harsh because you you mentioned the trapped negative energy yeah. Uh, in our modern life, a lot of people are suffering from anger and uh, a whole host of other issues. And and people tend to, you know, sort of have that pressure cooker phenomena with a lot of people around them. Yeah. yeah. So just take off on somebody for no reason at all. What is all that? It's all that pent up negative energy, like you said. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Thank you very much. Uh, right. So we would now head to our uh, uh, last part of the conversation uh, where we would now learn from you, probably from your experiences in the past, some lessons, some advice for two sections, one entrepreneurs and the other one aspiring leaders, because we have both the audiences uh, in our uh, community. Uh, so first, for aspiring entrepreneurs, what would your advice be? Uh, as you said, you know, learn financial management is, is, is a must in both personal and professional uh, life, be it corporate or be it startup. So more on to that. Uh, as you shared with us about uh, you know reducing the overheads and going lean or going flexible as long as that helps from mm -hmm. your journey uh, right so please share with us uh, how can can aspiring entrepreneurs make their upcoming journey meaningful and profitable sure so um, two big things as an entrepreneur that i have picked up i'll share this if this is worth anything uh, you know anyone can take it up uh, my first is you know what i call the uh, the uh, fingers of the hand rule so, you know, an entrepreneur's life is split between five things. Uh, he has to search for the next sale, uh, make sure that that sale uh, is, uh, you know, uh, uh, banked and delivered. Yeah. And then he needs to make sure that uh, that money is collected and that relationship is maintained. And on top of this, the fifth thing is making sure the rest of his life is running. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's the fifth thing that we sacrifice for the first four. So here's the first thing. Don't lose that fifth one. Think of it as, as your thumb. Now, if you lose your thumb, what can happen? So don't lose the rest of your life for running the business. That's number one. Uh, number two, very important, whatever you're doing, whether it's a million dollar idea that you think came your way or it's an opportunity that you spotted or it's a trend that you're changing. Uh, don't get so caught up with the idea that you forget to ask a simple question. What's the value that it is going to really add to people's life? Because if that answer is not given, uh, I'm not sure if people will really actually come forward and buy what you're selling, a product or a service, whichever way. Generate profits, uh, generate value, and you're sure to generate profits for yourself. Brilliant. That's a really valuable uh, lesson. In fact, I, I relate to it. Uh, we always strive to, you know, in our, in our endeavors, we strive to add value. In fact, from my journey, from my previous corporate journey as well, I always ensure that we add uh, some value to our uh, stakeholders, to, to everyone mm -hmm. involved. 
and that has always always uh, produced significant results uh, monetarily if i talk about so thank yeah. you very much for that and i i uh, personally relate to this advice and i follow it so i hope my uh, our, our audience would uh, also uh, find this meaningful and they'll implement it thank you very much uh, for that sai and uh, what's your advice about the other other cluster uh, who are the aspiring leaders they are stuck in corporates uh, they have amb- uh, you know uh, aspirations ambitions uh, to do something something uh, more uh, meaningful in life what mm. would be your advice for them who are stick, uh, still stuck in corporates and want to get out of it want to do something uh, or in fact in other words they want to follow their passion uh, their, their purpose sure sure so um, uh, one of my first discoveries on this journey was that uh, you know this elusive purpose that a lot of us search sure. for right. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a very strange thing and as a result of searching for that harsh a lot of people are throwing away what they really actually have exactly yeah right so somewhere it is very important in our restless life today to ground ourselves really into whatever we have and really actually ask ourselves this question that is it already something really wonderful that you have something that you could have carried on with and uh, if that is what it is then it is important to fight for it preserve it take care of it and grow that so instead of seeking some elusive purpose ask that question it's a very very important one the second is for us the more we learn the more we understand about this world the more we discover the worth and value of what we think i mean i have had so many conversations with coaches where they come up with these brilliant ideas and they say uh, hey listen i want to do this i want to do that and then we agree that we'll put in a plan and they will build the muscle around that uh, two months into learning about that whole thing they come back and say ah oh, i don't think that was as great an idea so then i'll ask uh, why is that i said oh i discovered that 20 other people have tried this and have failed and have failed miserably because of these two points so what about this failure points he said well those failure points are because of these these reasons and i don't think it's a practical idea well look that's where it is so again learning so it comes back to that we want to do something learn we want to not do something learn again we want to do something exceptionally when learn again so invest in learning and invest in broad based learning that's what it is uh, you know a very interesting conversation i had with somebody uh, who came from a solid academic background and the person was saying that about 50 60 years back when uh, you know there was no tv there was no this that and the other two you know sort of the pin interests of the world and you know, all of that stuff not to disturb us people used to read and they used to read a variety of stuff from uh, you know basic literature uh all the way to you know to science to philosophy and that gave them a lot of moral grounding especially in one very important space ethics and that's something a lot of leaders today do not understand so that's another encouragement to uh, you know people look at the topic of ethics and understand how to build ethical practices and ethical organizations perfect brilliant thank you very much uh, for that uh in fact uh, Uh, it it reminds me of a very famous uh, quote of chanakya that you can't afford to make all the mistakes on your own you have to learn from others uh, as much as possible before you do and dive into the same waters uh, and if, if probably if x has come to the same mistake probably i can learn from it assess it learn from it and then prepare accordingly rather than doing the same silly mistake again so that uh, is really uh, valuable there thank you very much uh, Any, any 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 other thing that you would want want to share with our audience uh, uh, anything else yeah 
So, uh, you know, this one, Harsh, is something that always comes to my rescue, that uh, in our busy life, we all need that one thing that we can get down to, which will energize us. It's very, very important for us to find. Now, this uh, this needn't be uh, a friend or a person or whatever. It could be an interest. It could be, you know, going for a run. It could be a walk. It could be sitting down with a book. It could be silence, meditation, whatever it is that we derive our strength from that recharge point you know just like we pin our phones in for recharging every day or every two days we need to have that recharging a wireless recharging let me put it this way so discover that wireless recharging and you're sure to carry on with your life in a healthy way you don't have that very soon even the good things will start falling away from you because you don't have the energy to hold on to life that's what i would say finally perfect thank you very much uh Right, so I'll now head to our last question, uh, and and we'll uh, sum up this conversation. And and that's very really important one, because we often often are reluctant to go to a coach or to a mentor. Right, mm. so that's my my last question to you. How important is it to uh, for for us to find someone who can mentor us, who 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 can uh, take us out of the troubled waters uh, if we uh, face one? Why is that important? And and yeah, how does that help us? Please, please throw some light on that. Uh, absolutely. You you quoted Chanakya some time back. So ask yourselves this question. Would Vikramaditya be in anything if Chanakya was not there? Uh, we've heard of Alexander the Great, but there was an Aristotle to teach him what he learned. Yeah. yeah. And like that. So so the greatest of the minds have had a coach. You look into, uh, you know, Steve Jobs' uh, life or you look into Jeff Bezos' life. Uh, there's a uh, Bill Campbell there to coach him. So that is undoubtedly one of those blessings that you can have. Having a teacher, having a guru, having a coach, having a mentor, or even having a team which is willing to really just push you and your envelope. So that's something that I would recommend. So you asked for a coach, but I just expanded that to you know all of these other categories. But uh, it is phenomenally important in today's world because uh, cutting the clutter in our mind to get around to clarity is one of the most important things for success. And that's something only a truly invested partner can do for you. If it's a coach, if it's a mentor, if it's a guru, it's a team, well, whatever it is, go get it what you need. Right. Thank you. It answers. I pretty much. I, I think uh, those of of uh, from our audience, uh, all those who are reluctant to go to a coach or a mentor, uh, would now understand the importance uh, of it, and uh, probably they'll they'll find one now. So thank you very much. Uh, we've had a, a very engaging and and uh, you know brilliant conversation. Uh, I'd like to, on behalf of our team, I'd like to thank you for taking time out from your busy schedule on a weekend for this uh, discussion, this important conversation, this podcast. Uh, thank you very much, sir. Absolute pleasure, Harsh, to you and your team. And for all our audience who's watching us or listening to us, thank you so much for your time. Uh, hope we made it worth your while. It, it, it indeed was. We, we believe, yeah, we hope that uh, they probably they'll listen to our conversation and then they'll take out all the points uh, that adds value to their life. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for your time. is a constant endeavor at BRTV to bring stories, advice, lessons and mantras from successful entrepreneurs, coaches and mentors. So stay tuned. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe to our channel on YouTube, 
follow on, follow us on Instagram and follow us on all the social media channels to stay updated and stay motivated.